following program is pre-recorded. Live from the Hope Center in Plano, Texas, this is Hope in the Night. Late night talk radio offering biblical hope and practical help and on the air now for over 25 years. I'm Jeff Oliver here with author and speaker June Hunt. June, from time to time you get called on to speak at graduation ceremonies. What a great day that is to commemorate that uh, great achievement and whether it's high school or college, you give them a list of uh, ways to make decisions, wise decision making. And I wonder, what are those uh, that you, what kind of list are you giving? We talked about the uh, making your bed, so it's not that. There, no. There's that idea going around, but yes. you have a different list. And so what is that? Well, actually, um, I, I made a decision when I, a long time ago, was asked to first speak at a high school and then s- several times at colleges and, you know, it, and I thought, what what would be helpful? And I thought, well, I have, uh, and this is found in our keys on decision-making, eight tests of decision-making. Uh, so ultimately, you know, from God's perspective, our decisions are not to be determined by random selection or... Um, people's opinions or delayed taxes. Well, tactics, you know, if I just delay long enough, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll figure it out. Or, or, or even just um, good feelings or analytical thinking. God wants us to measure our decisions by His standards. So rather than testing God, uh, test yourself against the following um, eight uh, scriptures. See, there are eight scriptures with each of these. The first, and by the way, they're intentionally all S's. Hmm. It's the scriptural test. Has God already spoken about it in his word? Sometimes there are concrete statements from the Bible. Uh, an, an example would be um, uh, marrying a non-believer in hopes of drawing that spouse to Christ even though 2 Corinthians 6.14 says, do not be yoked together with unbelievers. And the, the, the scripture that I think is vital is 2 Timothy 3.16. All scripture is God-breathed. And the, I'm going to repeat that. God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. So that's the scriptural test. The secrecy test. Would it bother me if everyone knew this is my choice? Um, for example, thinking no one uh, is hurt really by keeping an overpayment uh, of uh, returned cash or or credit. Um, you know, thinking well, no one will know. Well. My favorite scripture on integrity is this. This is Proverbs 11, verse 3. The integrity of the upright guides them, but the unfaithful are destroyed by their duplicity. Hmm. Number three. Now we have the scriptural test, the secrecy test, the survey test. What if everyone followed my example? And I never will forget one time I was... 
in my car, and I had just pulled up in a, a parking lot, and I saw somebody throwing trash out of the car window. And I thought, hmm, assuming a little trash tossed out of the car window or just kicked out of the, the door that's open, um, thinking it will never be noticed on a busy highway. Well, the, the point is not will people notice. It's 1 Timothy 4.12, set an example before the believers in speech, conduct, love, in faith, and in purity. Number four, the spirit test. And this is huge. Am I being people-pressured or spirit-led? Um, for example, accepting a commitment of time that hasn't been affirmed in your spirit by God. I've talked to many people about, I mean, I, I listened to them, and no, I really didn't want to do it. I didn't, but, but, but I just, it's like, but but I, I got pressured into it, and then it didn't go well. <laughs> so, again, that is the spirit test. Um, does God give, in, in who lives inside you, his spirit, is he giving you peace about that? If you don't have peace, don't do it. Uh, the, again, scriptural test, the secrecy test, the survey test, the spirit test. Oh, here's one. Okay, the stumbling test. Could this cause another person to stumble? And I made the decision, actually, uh, not to drink alcohol. I had a, an uncle who not only um, lost all kinds of things because of becoming an alcoholic, but he even committed suicide. And... I made the decision based on this scripture, Romans 14:21. It is better not to eat meat or drink wine or do anything else that will cause your brother or sister to fall or to stumble. And, um, you know, I'm at peace with, I, I just don't want people following my example. And then they could literally... Um, be in great trouble. And Are you struggling with a difficult life issue? Maybe it's a family problem, a private struggle, or something in your past you've never resolved. The good news is you're not alone. Sometimes we need to talk things through with someone who will listen to our story and help make sense of what we're experiencing. For more than 20 years on Hope in the Night, June Hunt has listened to thousands of personal stories, heartaches and challenges from people like you, and provided compassionate counsel from God's Word. No matter what the issue is, family, marriage, anxiety, abuse, grief, or just the daily stresses of work and life, June would love to talk with you and share help and hope through God's Word. If you'd like to talk with June on Hope in the Night, give us a call at one 800 917 We'll protect your privacy, and sharing your story might bless someone else's life. Give us a call today at 1-800-917. That's 1-800-644-4817. The sound you're hearing is your generosity at work. 
That's our folding machine preparing hundreds of our short biblical resources to send to prisoners around the country. Hi, I'm Curtis Hale, president of Hope for the Heart. I want to say thank you for your prayers and financial support of our ministry. Thanks to your generosity, we've been able to send thousands of June Hunt's books and biblical resources to prisoners in Texas and to Rikers Island in New York City. These practical resources are pointing inmates to the hope of God's Word on issues like anger, abuse, depression, loneliness, salvation, and more. They're truly changing lives, and this is all possible because of generous friends like you. If you would like to help send more life-changing biblical resources to prisons around the country, you can give online today at hopefortheheart.org forward slash give hope. That's hopefortheheart.org forward slash give hope. listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. This is a ministry of Hope for the Heart, offering God's truth for today's problems. If you have any questions about tonight's topic or any number of topics, there are over 100 of our Keys for Living that will help you to address what's going on in your life. Just call our customer support team. They're at 800-488-HOPE. That's anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. They'll help you access the right resources. As June was just talking about that list on decision-making, we ran out of time. She left off a few of them. So if you would like to know the full list or uh, really just see the the full biblical explanation of each of those points, we encourage you to get the Keys for Living on Decision-Making. That's called Discerning the Will of God. And you can see all of them there. And uh, hopefully that'll be a big help to you as you seek to really to know and and to do the will of God in your life. Again, customer support is at 800-488-HOPE. That's 800-488-4673. For a full listing and uh, just take a look at uh, resources that we have here at Hope for the Heart, just go to our website. That is hopefortheheart.org slash store. You can find all the keys for living there. Also, uh, June's biblical resources, Bible studies, other books that she has written through the years, and uh, you'll find it all there again at hopefortheheart.org slash store. Well, let's get to our caller for tonight. We have a listener on WITK Online. She listens there in Pennsylvania. We welcome tonight Jeanette. Well, hello, Jeanette. Welcome to Hope. Hi, June. Thank you. Hi. How can we help you? Well, um, I uh, don't have a job right now, and uh, I truly believe it is my fault. Let me explain. Um, God has been restoring my life uh, this year, and uh, I've been just working temp jobs here and there. Then I applied for a job with uh, the federal government. Mm -hmm. I kept working, and then they offered me the job. And uh, I was uh, very happy about it. And then um, at the same time I applied for the federal government job, I also applied for a job with the city. And um, about three weeks into my training, the city email popped up where they were offering me the position. And I found myself questioning, am I at the right job? 
And when I read the email from the city, I missed the date. And so uh, I prayed and asked the Lord if this is the job that you want me to take, they would send me another email. At the end of my three-week training, I see the email. So I assumed he answered my prayer. I uh, gave my letter of resignation to the federal government job, and uh, they were sad to see me go. They, they said, why are you leaving us? Is there anything we did? And I said, no, I'm enjoying what I'm learning. I really like the job. It's interesting. I'm, you know, I'm learning so many things about taxes. It's working with uh, the tax side of the department. Mm-hmm. And so um, they said, well, if that doesn't work out, come back. Well, June, it didn't work out. Mm. Yeah, it didn't work out. So, you know, I was like, wow, where did I go wrong? Like, did I not wait for God to come really confirm it to me? Um, was I not discerning his will? correctly, <clears throat> and, um, you know, I had, I had some money saved, which kind of helped me with the bills, um, but now um, it's running dry, and so uh, I decided to reapply again, and, you know, uh, most Christians say, it's the devil, it's the devil, no, I don't blame him for the choices I make. Um, I somehow, at the back of my mind, I'm like, was I tricked by the enemy and I fell for it? And I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on because this is the second time it's happened to me. Mm-hmm. It, ha- it happened to me last year. I got hired by the city to work at the revenue department. And a long time ago, I applied for Amtrak. And so uh, three weeks into my training at the Revenue Department, uh, the uh, Amtrak offers me an interview. Spoke with my supervisor about it. He said, sure, you can go to the interview. You're still on your probationary period, and that's whether you decide to stay with us or not. If we're a good fit, if this job's a good fit for you. So I went to the interview, and they hired me, and I was excited because my family can travel for free, so I was excited for my mom. I have an elderly mother, and um, I always talked about how she wants to travel all over the country. So I saw this as an opportunity to take her on, on a travel, like take her to travel wherever she wants to go. We can go for free. And one thing they didn't mention at that Amtrak job was if you don't pass the test, you will lose the job. Mm. Well, June, I didn't pass the test. And it was a few of us. And, you know, we were all crying. It was our single mothers. And we were like, why? Why didn't... Why didn't y'all mention this at at the interview? No one told us, and the instructor was like, that's surprising. They're supposed to 
and we were like, we're telling you the truth, we were not told, now we're out of a job, and, you know, I felt really terrible for the um, young mothers, you know, I'm, my, I'm, I'm a mother, but my children are already adults, mm-hmm. this is a single mother with little ones, you know, and um, I'm like, here I am again, at the same place the following year. I'm like, what am I missing? I don't know what I'm missing. I don't know how I'm. Mm-hmm. This is happening. And I was listening to the, uh, what you were saying about the 80s uh, decision making. Yes. And uh, I'm like, wow, that's me. I'm not discerning the will of God for my life. I don't, I don't know how am I, what am I doing that I'm not discerning the will of God in my life. Well, let me give a, a response to something you said in the first example. You said that, um, Kurt, me if I'm wrong, that uh, I, I understand that right now you don't have a job, but you had been working temporary jobs and with um, and I think that was uh, with the federal government and then they offered you a full-time job is that correct yes okay then you said the city offered you a job and you said I prayed um, that the city would send another job offer about that particular job and it did take place. Yeah. Uh, and so to you, that was a sign. Now, yeah. when we look at the Bible, it's interesting that the Bible even indicates that we are not to look for signs. Now, I, I understand that in the Old Testament, it, with Gideon, um, Gideon uh, did not have the Spirit of God indwelling him that believers, true authentic Christians, can have, uh, that they all have today, where God can communicate to them. But um, the reason I'm, I'm going to explain about this, you see signs with Gideon in the Old Testament. But are you familiar with the story about Gideon? And well, I think he, so. Okay. Well, what do you think the story was about? Um, I believe he was to go into battle, mm-hmm. and he asked God for a sign. Right. Um, I think it had to do with a blanket. Yes, a, a wool fleece, the, the fleece, um, like from wool, and he has, um, basically, there were two requests, two different types of requests, one having to be, if, if he put the fleece out, uh, that the, that the, fleece 
because of the dew in in the night um, or in the early morning that the 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 fleece would be wet and the ground would be dry that was one of the two requests and that did occur and then the next time he wanted a sign and it was that the ground you know the the, the fleece would be dry and the ground would be wet okay okay so the point of that is normally if you put something outside like that um, both the ground and the fleece would either be wet or or dry in other words it was supernatural what he was asking he was asking for something supernatural now you asked uh, for for a uh, a letter but it sounded to me like you had already received a letter is that correct yes so <clears throat> that wouldn't necessarily be a supernatural sign because you had already see, received one letter <clears throat> from the city is that correct Yes, that's the one that I missed. Yes. So my <clears throat> my point of that is now I'm going to be kind of this may sound ridiculous, but what what is mm -hmm. the weather? What is the weather right now where where you live? About what temperature in general? About seventy-eight. Okay. Now, if you had said, "All right, Lord." Um, I'm looking for a supernatural sign. Let there be a blizzard tomorrow. I wake up and it, there's a blizzard with snow all over. That would be supernatural, would it not be? Yes, and I'm, my point is, a lot of people do this. I'm not, I'm not in any way putting you down. I, I'm just saying, at times, it could be so logical that you would have received a second letter I received things like that too but if we're looking for a biblical example <clears throat> it would be something that would be totally out of the norm poor totally um, again where the fleece would be the same as whatever the ground would be also struggle to believe that God loves you, that He accepts you, forgives you, and sees you as precious and beloved to Him? So many of us have a distorted image of God, that He is distant, disappointed, or doesn't care about what's going on in our lives. The truth is, God cares about you more than you believe. We want to encourage you to check out June Hunt's popular 31-day devotional, Seeing Yourself Through God's Eyes. You will gain biblical insight to help embrace the life-changing truth of the identity you have through your relationship with Jesus Christ. We give this devotional to every caller on Hope in the Night, and we give praise to God for how it has been used by Him to change so many lives for so many years. Get a copy of June Hunt's devotional, Seeing Yourself Through God's Eyes, for yourself or for a loved one at junehunt.org. That's junehunt.org. 
We would love your prayers here at Hope for the Heart. Over and over in God's Word, the Lord encourages us to lift up one another in prayer. We are reminded in 2 Corinthians 1.11, you help us by your prayers. So we want to encourage you to join the prayer team of June Hunt and the ministry of Hope for the Heart. You can join the Hope for the Heart prayer team at hopefortheheart.org slash pray. When you sign up to join our prayer team, we will send you an email each month to keep you updated with the latest prayer needs of June Hunt and the ministry of Hope for the Heart. Our prayer team is a great way to stay connected and support June and support the Hope of the Night broadcast. We are so grateful for your prayers and support of our listeners and friends like you who make this ministry possible. You can join our prayer team at hopefortheheart.org slash pray. That's hopefortheheart.org slash pray. And thank you for partnering with us in prayer. Welcome back to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. I'm Jeff Oliver, and we want to help you, and we want to help you help others. We say that here, we wonder, uh, what does that mean sometimes? And so we'll explain. If you have something going on in your life, and we'd like to help you with that, to understand God's perspective on your issue, whatever you might be struggling with in life. And then as you are healed, then you can go on and, and help someone else with a similar issue or maybe something else that's happening in their life. And we'd like to provide you the materials to do that. If you have any questions like that, just call our customer support team. They're at 800-488-HOPE. They have lots of resources they can recommend for you, and they'll be happy to put the right ones into your hands, either order them from them uh, directly and you can get those sent to you, or we have lots of resources on our website to uh, be able to find those, download, and uh, see lots of Scripture, lots of uh, good practical information there, too. So just go to um, the customer support team there at 800-488-HOPE, 800-488-4673, and ask your questions. They'll be happy to help. You can also email them with those questions at customer support at hopefortheheart.org. That's customer support at hopefortheheart.org. Let's get back to our conversation now with Jeanette. Well, my friend, um, what I'm communicating um, is based on Scripture where I said that uh, God says we're not to put God to the test. That is found in Deuteronomy 6, verse 16. Do not put the Lord your God to the test. So, I know that many people, they want to test God by seeking visible signs. But in our keys, which are biblical counseling keys, they're keys for living, we have a number of don'ts. And um, one of the don'ts is don't test God by seeking visible signs. Now, I'm going to tell you where, if you want to read about uh, Gideon, and you do know the story, I could tell. It's found in the book of Judges, beginning in chapter 6. It's for several chapters. And and you'll see what I'm talking about and, and read it uh, for yourself. Um, and the reason I'm saying this, and I... I alluded to it a little bit first. Let, let me ask, do you believe that you are a true, authentic Christian? 
I do. Okay. I thought you were going to say yes. That means when you received Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, the Bible is clear in Ephesians that you are sealed at that point with the promised Holy Spirit. Now, what does the Holy Spirit do? Well, he has several functions. One of the functions is to convict you and me when we're going the wrong direction, if we feel uneasy um, about what we're doing or uneasy about a decision, um, we need to pay great attention to that. And if, uh, so that's, he convicts us, and it's like if you're going the wrong way on a one-way street, you need to know you're, you could head for a head-on collision, and you need to turn. And so it's great for us to be convicted to see, okay, this isn't going to work. Um, and the, the point that is good is about the, the Spirit of God living inside us. He counsels us also in the way we should go. He doesn't just convict us of what we shouldn't do. He counsels us in, in the way we should go. And therefore, it's, it's important that we are, are clear about the Spirit of God's rule and his role in our life. And the Bible says, again, in Ephesians 1, 13, you were included in Christ when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, then having believed, it's not just hearing, but believe means you rely upon, you trust in Christ. So having believed, you were marked in him, that's Christ, with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit. Okay, so at that point, you are sealed with the Spirit of God. It says, who is a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance, meaning it goes on to explain that he resides within you. He doesn't come and go. He resides in you. And because of that, you will literally one day see Jesus face to face. It says, who is a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance that's going to deal with the future until the redemption of those who are God's possession, meaning he will redeem you. He literally, um, it is, it's, a, it's a great promise that he owns us and then we will be with him throughout eternity. So, you have resident inside you the Spirit of God, and I'm just trying to communicate that um, today He can lead us in that way, as opposed to us looking for signs. Uh, now, Gideon um, was in a, a, 
a pagan uh, environment, but and he did not have the residing Holy Spirit living inside him, because that residing Holy Spirit did not come until the days of the New Testament. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. So, um, instead, as you as you do pray and asking God for His will, um, He He wants to, and He delights in giving you His will. So, did you have? Well, I, I, I just think it is vital to also, there are several things to do. And one is uh, to seek counsel from others who are wise. Did you talk with others that you would consider uh, being yielded to Christ and who would be wise about um, the decisions you were making? Your your job decisions. I don't have people in my life like that. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, then I want you to do this. I want you to pray. Um. There's a wonderful. There, there's a wonderful proverb. Um. He who walks with the wise grows wise. Or she who walks with the wise grows wise. And the point is, God wants us to have wisdom from friends. And it doesn't have to just be a friend. It could be someone... It could be like a, I'm thinking about my life, uh, like a Bible teacher. I remember I was new. By the way, that scripture I just mentioned of he who uh, walks with the wise, grows wise, is um, Proverbs 13, verse 20. Okay. And you could underline that in your Bible if you wish or highlight it, and that way it'll, but just, just just pray, God, would you give me several wise people in my okay. life? Okay. Because there are times when, sweetheart, I'm not sure what to do. And there is someone, I have a friend, who is very wise. And I've known her for many years, and sometimes I I have gone to her. I'll just say, "Let me give you the scenario," and then I will tell her what the situ- situation is. And she is um, discerning, and so now this is a friend, but I can think of this Bible teacher also when I was uh, a new Christian and I didn't know any Bible. I didn't know anything about the Bible. And then I ended up being in a class where she was the teacher. She was at least um, 
either double or triple my age, but just incredibly wise. And so she would have been my go-to person when I didn't know, uh, even though I was pretty shut down. I candidly, I was one who did not talk about problems. But I, so I, I, I just am saying I, I know what it's like to feel that I, you know, that, that you can't talk or can't tell anyone whatever it is. But um, I look at the scripture that says that Jesus spoke these words. He said, the truth will set you free. And part of this not not the major intended meaning, but I I realize that at times if we can face the truth about the pain in our lives, um, is if we are able to share that pain, it's like a pressure release, a pressure uh, a valve on on a pressure cooker. Um, it uh, can release. A great deal of pressure. Does that make sense? Yes, I've tried a uh, while ago to open up, and um, it kind of just um, swatted me away. You know how you swat at a fly? <laughs> mm. So I'm like, okay. So it's, it's, it is pretty difficult to find someone to talk to that is one, but I will pray that. I will definitely pray. Yes, and God knows that you are desiring someone wise and that you would be receptive. And it will be God's choice person Now you have to be aware of <clears throat> being uh, available where there are some wise people, like in a, a biblically-based church. Yes. So, and, and it's not everybody in the church. We're talking about, again, a person that it, God would give you um, discernment or that he would make you feel led to that this person could be that wise person in your life. Okay. So, well, I, I'm, I'm so glad that you'll be praying that. No matter what you're facing, there's hope. Sometimes it's hard to believe that. When we face challenges at home, work, in our family, or maybe a private struggle, it can be hard to see what God is doing. The good news is, you're not alone. If you're facing a difficult life issue, we'd love to help. Give us a call at 1-800-NIGHT-17 to talk with June Hunt on the Hope in the Night broadcast. You can talk with June about any issue, whether it's family, marriage, anxiety, anger, abuse, grief, or just the everyday stress of life. June would love to hear your story and work through it together with God's Word. The Bible says there is surely a future hope for you, and your hope will not be cut off. If you'd like to talk with June, give us a call at 1-800-NIGHT-17. That's 1-800-644-4817. Your story might bless someone else's life. 
The sound you're hearing is your generosity at work. That's our folding machine preparing hundreds of our short biblical resources to send to prisoners around the country. Hi, I'm Curtis Hale, president of Hope for the Heart. I want to say thank you for your prayers and financial support of our ministry. Thanks to your generosity, we've been able to send thousands of June Hunt's books and biblical resources to prisoners in Texas and to Rikers Island in New York City. These practical resources are pointing inmates to the hope of God's Word on issues like anger, abuse, depression, loneliness, salvation, and more. They are truly changing lives, and this is all possible because of generous friends like you. If you would like to help send more life-changing biblical resources to prisons around the country, you can give online today at hopefortheheart.org forward slash give hope. That's hopefortheheart.org forward slash give hope. Welcome back. I'm Jeff Oliver. You're listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. We are a ministry of Hope for the Heart. We thank you for your prayers and support of this ministry. Our customer support team is available at 800-488-HOPE, Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. They'll help guide you to God's hope through our resources. And we want to recommend our keys for living tonight called Decision Making, Discerning the Will of God. Again, customer support can get that into your hands pretty quickly. The number is 800-488-HOPE. That's 800-488-4673. Now, if there's a situation in your life you'd like to talk with June about on a future broadcast of Hope in the Night, we welcome your call at 800-NIGHT-17. That's 800-N-I-G-H-T-1-7. And when you call, just leave a message for us. We'll get back as soon as we can to talk to you about what questions you have for June and what what uh, you would like to find out about and, and get some direction on for your life. We'd like to schedule you for an upcoming Hope in the Night. We do have availability coming up in the next few days. We'd like to make you a part of the program here. The number again, 800-917-800-644-4817. We'll return now to our conversation uh, with Jeanette. Well, my friend, I am going to send you our keys. Uh, we call them Biblical Counseling Keys and our keys for living on the topic of decision-making because there, there's a section in particular on guidance. Um, how do you know, how, how do you discover God's guidance for your life? And um, one, of the, one of the sections, uh, we have several areas, um, one is gifts, as in spiritual gifts, where it would be fitting within your sp- spiritual gift. Um, a second would be um, understanding, meaning taking time to clearly discern what the decision is about and what's involved. You know, do you know all the facts? Are you aware of the consequences of your choices? Um, is there a deadline? for the decision, you know, or, or are you making the decision based on guilt? Some people are guilt-driven as opposed to spirit-led. Um, one is, uh, has to do with um, desires. When you seek to please the Lord, well, the Bible says, take delight in the Lord and He will give you the desires of your heart. 
Is this something that you truly desire and you study scripture to know the heart of God? Um, and, you know, well, we have a number of points under that. And the advice, you know, God often speaks through others. This is what I was talking about a moment ago. Your wisdom is increased by seeking counsel from people who are grounded in the Word of God, mature in godly wisdom, and living successfully, having overcome have to overcome similar circumstances. And um, the Bible does say in Proverbs 19, listen to advice and accept instruction that you may gain wisdom in the future. And of course, one area too has to do with um, just necessity. If, if, like, when you know you have God-given responsibilities, like if you had young children, uh, that would make a difference as to what you would do. Um, young children at home, your decisions would be uh, right if you know it would be it would not be wise to have extended periods of time where you would not even have contact uh, with your children or moving a long distance away from an elderly parent who needs your help um, and if that parent would be left alone um, if you're called by the Lord to make a difference in that parent's life. So um, we have examples, uh, including uh, circumstances. Not all doors are opened by God, but closed doors can help determine your way, at least for the present. In other words, circumstances are to be considered, but they're not the final answer learn to see beyond the circumstances into what God wants to accomplish in your life now. And then when you're unsure about a, an open door, quote-unquote, pray for God to close the door if it is not His will for you, where you would feel a heaviness of heart. And so, and and I'll I'll just mention one last scripture. Proverbs sixteen nine says, "In their hearts, humans plan their course, but the Lord establishes their steps." Mm. So just so just because there's an open door doesn't mean it's the open door for you. Uh, and yeah. I I pay attention to when I I've got a fork in the road. Do I have a heaviness of heart about it? Or do I have God's peace about it? Um, and and don't be guilt jerked either. <laughs> okay, so uh, t now tell me, are you in a church that you feel led by God to be in? I am not. I uh, was at a church that I was recently attending before COVID, uh -huh. and um, having a lot of dreams with uh, the leaders in the church, and at the time, everything that you, you said to me 
Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I was longing to connect with other uh, sisters 
and, you know, and worship the Lord, Bible study, I was longing for that. Mm-hmm. And I, um, I, I, this was before I got confused. Um, I sensed that he wanted me to go back because I had, I keep, I started dreaming with the, about the past again and with uh, things going on. And I, you know, I asked the Lord, wow, Lord, this is still happening? Okay, I'll intercede. So I began seeing them, and then um, I really uh, felt like he wanted me to attend, so I, I started attending. And a year before I started attending, I had a dream with the church that I was playing the guitar, sitting on a stool, and the worship leader, she was singing. It was beautiful. The dream was beautiful. So I have a guitar I was blessed with. And I, I asked the Lord to bless me with a guitar. I don't to play it, but I wanted to learn so I can play at home and sing to him at home. And so he called me one day and said, well, would, you, uh, would you like to be a part of the worship team? So I shared the dream with her. I began as like so a backup singer, I guess, is what they call it. Um, they, she, uh, they said it's the ministry of help. So I said, mm-hmm. wherever, wherever you need me, I'll help. And so I finally told the pastor, and he got upset with me, and he received one part, and he told the congregation he repented for. Uh, preaching a hyper grace gospel, and then the second part, he got mad, yeah. and uh, wow. I, yeah, so I'm looking for a church. <laughs> okay, well, let me suggest there's a prayer that you could pray that we have in the keys. I'm going to send you, Lord, because you know everything. You know the decision before me and the way I should go. I only want your will. And if this decision is not right in your sight, I ask your spirit to put a heaviness on my heart. If this is the right decision, would you please confirm it with your peace? I'm willing to take whatever detours you decide to put in my path as long as I reach the destination you have for me. In Christ's name, I pray. And see, the the point here is uh, this There's a scripture that needs to be in our hearts, yours and mine. Psalm 40, verse 8, I desire to do your will, my God. Your law is within my heart. We will send our keys for living called decision-making, discerning the will of God. We'll send that out to tonight's caller. We do that free of charge because of your generous support of this ministry. Now, if you'd like to give to keep those resources going out and to keep this program on the air, you may do so at hopefortheheart.org slash hope, and we thank you. You may order resources for yourself at 800-488-HOPE anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. And our materials and past programs are available at hopefortheheart.org. Also, our program can be found on all major podcast platforms. Until next time, for June Hunt, I'm Jeff Oliver saying you hang on to hope.